welcome back for the second season of the Early Music Podcast. This series is produced by REMA, the European Early Music Network. In each episode, we will delve deeper into the themes of our Remain Connected conferences and get more insight from our guest speakers. My name is Ismina Czernčić, and the first two episodes are dedicated to audience development. The public and visitors present an essential part of the cultural sector, and knowing their audiences is essential for concert halls, festivals, and ensembles. Stephanie Vincerith, our guest today, is a consultant in audience surveys and evaluations and a specialist in museum visitors' experiences. Recently, she conducted a survey for Abbaye aux Dames in Saint, and today she will tell us more about the lessons we can learn from observing the audience management strategies in museums. She will also talk about audience surveys and how they can help shape the events and activities offered by cultural organizations. My name is Stephanie Vincerit. I'm doing visitor research and uh, evaluations for cultural institutions, and especially for uh, museums, which are my main point of research um, for the last 20 years. I've been asked to present some uh, thoughts about uh, audience research and visitor research, making the link between the museums and the music sector. During the conferences, my part was to explain what visitor research or audience research could be, could, could do and could help for um, all the cultural institutions and concert organizers, etc. Um, showing what uh, the link to the audiences might be and might bring to all the organizers and concert organizers, talking about the methods, talking also about um, all you need to know and you should know about your um, audiences and what you're doing with it. is that uh, as well in museum and, and live music concerts um, and so on, we have a small part of the population who's going and, and enjoying it. So it's, it's not uh, mass media, I would say. It's, it's a, a small part of the population who's uh, going, even though it's uh, sometimes amounting to millions of people according to, to one country. But um, anyway, it's, it's not the whole population uh, using and, and, and uh, enjoying it. We have many parallels between audiences going into museums and audiences going to listen to uh, live concerts. Especially they are interested in culture, especially they have some way of spending their spare time and their leisure time uh, going there. It's, it's, it's a voluntary occupation, so it's something very important to take into, into account in this case. What I would say is also in common is a certain uh, part of um, audience structure, which we would say would be rather... Um, more women than men going there. It's rather a population who is uh, a bit older than uh, you would see in other kind of leisure occupations. And it's usually a part of the population who has a quite high education. The differences might be a question of interest and a question also of structure to a certain extent as well. If you look at the audience structure in natural history museums, you would have a large part of families. I'm not sure you would have that many families going to uh, classical music concerts. Um, so there are some, some differences uh, due to differences also in the typical kind of institution you're looking at, which is normal in, in a sense. But so that might be the, the most uh, 
common parallels uh, between both uh, kind of audiences. To look at how uh, museums and uh, music uh, institutions would handle their um, audiences, we notice a certain number of differences. And, and one of those differences would be, starting with the museum point of view, um, that um, something like 20 years ago, um, the museums were quite at the point where the music institutions are right now, which would be that um, they did not take their audiences too much into consideration. And uh, after a certain time, uh, they developed a certain way, uh, which in the museum sector is called visitor orientation, which means that you look at the audiences, you take their feedback into account, and you put the visitor in the center of what you're doing. So it's not that much the collection anymore. The collection is still very important, but there's a shift going on between the collection as the central part of the museum towards the audiences. And uh, at the moment, I think uh, both the collection and the audiences are more or less at the same level of importance in the way the museum is organized and in the way um, the museums works. They tend to uh, organize their work towards um, their audiences and, and, and visitors more than they used to do um, a few years ago. So that's a trend which is not always finished and not always uh, reached everywhere in all the museums, but it's, it's developing to the great success for museums. On the other hand, uh, the music sector, I think, is still searching for a way uh, to take their audiences more into account because um, as far as I could see, especially also in, in festivals and, and concert series and opera, etc. It's, um, it's, it's not always taken into account what the audiences would wish, would like, would appreciate and would enjoy um, as much as it, it is now in, in the museum sector. So that might be the largest difference between the way a concert institution would look at the audiences and the museum, which is more towards the needs and, and taking the needs of, of the visitors and audiences into account in the way they organize their work. Why did the museums take their audiences more into account in the last, let's say, 20, 30 years? Um, they wanted to be relevant, they wanted to um, increase their audiences, they wanted to have more visitors, and they wanted to get the message through, which means that one of the missions of the museums is to um, help the public to discover all the riches and, and all the wonderful things that are in the museums, which means that they have to come to see the exhibitions. And if nobody comes, then this part of the mission of the museum um, is simply not possible to, to reach. The other point was to make better education uh, services, to, to get not only more people, but to help them enjoy the exhibition and take things out uh, for more knowledge, etc. So it was also increasing the quality of, of the exhibitions, uh, not connected to the objects as such, but connected to the way that the objects are shown. And that was, I think, uh, a main reason for developing the um, visitor orientation of many museums. <laughs>
is a festival of classical music going on in France in the summer. I have been asked to make a survey of all the festival uh, participants, festival goers, because the organizers and the association had some questions and strategic decisions to make, and they needed some information and some precise information about their audiences and, and the satisfaction of, of people and, and the way the festival goers would see the festival and what they liked and did not like that much, etc. We had an enormous amount of responses. We had also an enormous uh, Im amount of very um, goodwill answers. Of course, we had some information about who they are, um, why they came and what they liked and did not like that much. We also had some, some information that was totally unexpected for the organizers of the festival. For instance, uh, we had the feedback that the festival goers would not find the framing and the physical conditions of the festival that uh, enjoyable as they hoped they would be. Of course, if you are in a very old building, which is a, a church from the 13th century or something like that, you have the historical and the wonderful frame and, and that looks beautiful. But you have to sit as well for hours listening to concert. We had some feedback saying, well, it could be more comfortable to sit there. It could be a bit more comfortable for our legs to, to stretch. It, it, it could be that we could walk in the alleys between the seats um, in, in, in a better way if they were larger. And that was one of the feedback that um, made some kind of aha effect because that was not expected from, um, from the organizers. And that was very useful for them afterwards to work on. Visitor research or visitor orientation audience research is not about judging the quality, for instance, of um, the programming. It's, um, it's a way of presenting things, which is important. Let me go back now uh, to the museums. I can give you the example of a survey that we have done for a museum. The museum wanted to organize an exhibition about the late Middle Ages. And we did a survey before the exhibition started, and the museum wanted to know what the people have in their mind concerning Middle Ages. And they said, we usually think of tournaments, nights, troubadours, and darkness. So that was not at all the content of the exhibition. They wrote a text at the beginning of the exhibition saying, well, we're not going to talk about tournaments, nights, and troubadours. We are going to talk about different things also connected to Middle Ages, but not what you have in mind when you come into that uh, particular exhibition. Another finding of that survey was that uh, people were expecting to have different objects to touch, what we call um, hands-on objects in, in the museum jargon. That was not thought of in the planning of the exhibition, so uh, um, the museum had to, to find some hands-on to, to, to put into the exhibition, and those hands-on helped the exhibition to become a very great success because that was what the people reminded and remembered going out of the exhibition. questions we had in this survey was to ask which topics were the most interesting ones. And they found out that church and religion 
which is a very central topic for late Middle Ages, was not exactly a favorite for the audiences and they were not really interesting in this particular topic. And then the idea was to say, okay, they're not particularly interested, but that doesn't mean that we are going to skip that uh, topic. On the contrary, we have to be more creative. We have to find a way to make that particular topic interesting, even though it's not the favorite one. But that's what I wanted to point out. Even though if you know that it might not be the most popular of all topics, you keep it in your exhibition and you find a way to make it's particularly interesting for the public. So you have to be more creative on that. And it's not about um, skipping that particular topic. So having information about the visitors, about the audiences, having their feedback does not mean that you have to follow the diktat of the audiences. It's not like that at all. It's taking into account their needs, their feedback, and um, maybe also the expectations and use that to present the things in a way that makes your offer interesting for them. It's not the public deciding exactly what you are going to put into your program. It's you as an institution. It's you as a programming director. It's you as a music director. It's not about deciding about the programming. It's about presenting it and, and using it and adapting it to the audiences and their needs. to start taking the audiences more into account for a programmer who's not used to it uh, yet. The first step would be to ask, what should I know about my audiences? And also, what is it that my audiences think I should know about them? Usually the question is um, who they are, who does come, who does not come, and why they come and they do not come. Did I reach the audiences I wanted to reach or not? And if yes, why? If not, why? Where are the barriers? Then the next question would be, did they get what they expected? In other words, are they satisfied? Is there something I can do better? Is there something I can make differently? Is, is there something that they would wish me to make better or differently? Or looking, for instance, at a festival, a question would be, what are the patterns uh, that I can figure out and find out in, in the way the festival goers behave. Do they listen to all the concerts or do they only pick a few concerts out of the whole programming? Do they um, attend the whole day or do they come several days, etc.? Do they listen to it? Do they make a pause in the middle of it? Do they need some rest? So that would be information that I would uh, find very interesting if I was a programmer to take into account in, in the way I organize the whole um, festival or the whole concert series. One of the most important questions is what is it I can make better? What is it I can make better in the sense of my audiences, in the sense of their comfort? It's the infrastructure, it's the whole surroundings of the concerts. It might be the time of the concerts, the duration, the seating possibilities, the price or uh, the way they buy their tickets. It might be also about communication, about reaching the um, potential audiences where they are, or if I don't manage that, why? 
it could also be on, on the amount uh, and numbers of concert. Is it too much? Is it not enough? Is it too crowded? Is it two concerts taking place at the same time during a festival and, and the audiences have to choose? Uh, do they like it or would they prefer um, having just one concert at a time so they don't have to choose? Information like this would be something that if I was a programmer, I would take into account and I would be very keen to know directly from the festival goers and the audiences. And maybe they have some interesting ideas that they could give us and that we could implement as organizers and maybe make the next festival even better. <laughs> I would just simply say that audience research and knowing the audiences and taking them into account in almost everything you do is one of the crucial steps to ensure a long-run success for the organization offering concerts and uh, organizing festivals etc so audience research audience feedback is one of the tools helping to improve the quality of, of the festival or the concerts, etc. It's one of the very important and, and crucial things. And I guess it's going to develop in the next few years, and I hope it's going to develop in the next few years to um, just help um, the decision-making processes because you can't know what the future is going to bring. But having some information about the feedback of visitors helps you to make the best decision possible. Thank you very much, Stephanie, for taking the time to tell us more about your line of work and describing how a cultural institution can establish deeper relationships with its audience. The museum experience may indeed seem very different from attending a concert or a festival, but from the organization's point of view, there are many similarities and common goals to be observed. Our early music community can definitely learn from the museum sector. This podcast series takes another look at the themes that will be addressed during the Remain Connected conferences as an introduction or a branching out session. So stay tuned for our next episode with Constanze Wimmer, who is a professor for art education at the University of Graz in Austria and who works as a project developer with many orchestras 
concert halls, and festivals. 